Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan, coming to you from Dallas once again. Great to be in the great state of Texas. Yet, while I'm in Texas, it's been hard to see anything else on the news but Tiger Woods' crash. Praise God, he survived. You look at that car, it's hard to imagine somebody would have survived that crash. And then you think of what happened next, hours in surgery, compound fractures in his leg, Probably the hardest thing to read was the description of how they had to tear away the muscle surface to relieve pressure. I mean, I don't know what sounds worse. The fact there was so much pressure, they had to relieve the muscle surface or the idea of relieving the muscle surface. He was on his way to do some filming that morning with Drew Brees. Imagine how his life has changed. Imagine how his identity has changed. You know, I thought about Tiger Woods' life, especially in the reflection of all of our lives. A young man, famous, world famous, strong, indestructible. When Tiger Woods was on his streak of winning majors, it was as if he could not be defeated. It was as if he was invincible. And I'm sure he didn't just feel that way. On the golf course, that was his identity. That's who he was. As he got in trouble after he got married, painkillers, drinking, affairs, I'm sure until the day he was caught, the day he crashed his car, the day his wife left him, he thought he was invincible. And then it happens. Think of what that does to your identity. To realize I'm not invincible. And then he struggled so much since then surgeries, back surgeries, getting back in his game, different girlfriends, all the while, no doubt, trying to keep a strong relationship with his kids. He had just had another back surgery right after it looked like his golf career miraculously might be coming around. I'm sure he was the type of person that whatever the obstacle in front of him, he found a way to find hope, to find a way to move forward. What must he be thinking right now, lying in that hospital, looking down at his legs? Probably not even thinking, am I going to be a great golfer again, but more, am I going to be able to walk normally again? Am I going to be able to endure this pain? I thought about him in his bed. No doubt reliving the worst of the pain he had been in with his back. And now this. And how do you manage what before had been an addiction to painkillers, knowing you're going to have to take painkillers to withstand this pain. And at nighttime, when the nurses leave and the doctors aren't there and his friends and family aren't there and he's alone, man, he's got to wonder, who am I? Who is this invincible person? And you know, in a way, all our lives are that way. All our lives are that way. We all have those moments where we got big dreams. 
where we think we can make them happen. We can will them to happen. Or we look at things that happen to other people and go, I ain't going to be me. And then they do. Getting old is kind of that way. I'm not going to be the one struggling to make it up the steps. I'm not going to be the one in and out of surgeries, slowly dying. And then that's you. I'm not going to be the one who doesn't do that. You know, just it goes on and on and on and on and on. And the whole time, if we're not grounded in the right things, it can put us on a chase where we're continually searching for our identity. Who are we? As I've done the show over the past year, you know, you wonder, like, what do you talk about? How repetitive do you get? And I think one thing that I've realized, especially as I travel and I talk to people, is that you can't talk about the fundamental things enough. That at the end of the day, resiliency and strength and identity is best found in your faith, in your family, and in your community. And by community, I mean friends, your church, clubs you belong to, organizations you belong to, those three things. Man, outside of that, you try to find identity in other things, man, they're all temporal. Identity in being an athlete, and identity in being pretty, identity in being strong, identity in being healthy, identity in being rich, identity in possessions, man, all those things can leave you in a split second. But they're all temporal. You find identity in the things that matter. They'll always be there. Heck, you'll be dead and they'll be there. Your faith will carry on. Your family, your friends, your community. That's got to be something hard about celebrity. You know, it, it can be hard to feel sorry for celebrities sometimes in their wealth and in their fame. But where do they belong? Think how easy it is for them to look in the mirror and put their faith in themselves and lose their faith if they ever had it in the first place. To move so much, to be so mobile, to have six homes that you really probably have a very, very small group of friends who you don't really see that much. And community, what's community? What clubs do you belong to? What organizations do you regularly go to? As far as I can tell, you just become more and more and more isolated. And it probably has the opposite effect. And feel a, instead of feeling safer and more secure, you probably spend a lot of time looking in the mirror. Who am I? I used to be young and beautiful. No, I'm not. Now I just live in this house alone. I used to be a rock star. Now I just live in this house alone. I used to be this person that won all these major golf tournaments. Now I walk around in pain, making money doing with videos with people that I got to act like are my friends and I don't even know. And now I'm in a hospital bed with my legs broke. I'm going to pray for Tiger Woods. I'm going to pray for him. He's a strong man but he put himself up on a high pedestal where the fall is long and hard if you fall and if your eyes are not set on the right things. And don't think that couldn't be you. Don't think it couldn't be one of your kids, a friend. Wherever you are in life, whether you're rich or poor, you're old or young, you're strong or you're weak, you take your eyes off the things that matter. You take your eyes off of faith and family friends, and community, you can get lost in a heartbeat, in a split second of driving too fast and taking your eyes off the road and boom, and there you are wondering, 
Who am I? So pray for Tiger today, his family, his friends, his kids. But use it as a moment to reflect. If that much was taken from you, what would you have left? What would you lean on? What would be important? And then whatever that is, embrace it right now as hard as you can. Draw it closer. Make it stronger. Because that is how fleeting and temporal life is. One minute you're on your way to shoot a video to get paid money to act like your buddy with Drew Brees. And the next minute, boom, you're in a hospital bed wondering, how did I get here? Where did this last decade go? How did I get off track? I wish I could just go home to my family and lie in bed and things were peaceful. But they're not. And that could be you. And that could be me. Many blessings and peace be with you, my friend. Until next time, aim high. And aim high by keeping your eyes on the things that matter so that you can spread your wings. And no matter what storms you hit, no matter what meteors come your way as you're flying through the sky, no matter what lightning tries to knock you down, you know if you fall and if you fall hard, you're going to have the important things waiting for you, lifting you up, reminding you of what is important and what to keep focused on. You think I'm done. I just thought of something. It happened to me the other day. Even though a lot of good things are going on in my life, I was, I was having a hard day. I was thinking in a very selfish way. I was thinking about myself. My wife could see it she could see it in my eyes she knew what was going on she knows me well and she came up to me and she said it's the devil stop we have so much to be grateful for we have each other we have our family we have our kids we have our faith it's the devil stop that's what he wants and I realized she's right she's right I didn't snap out of it right away but I snapped out of it I came out of it. I recovered because she helped remind me what matters. Till we meet again, my friends, as always, peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.